you, you are in this transitionary period. And, and actually the church, uh, I think, in the world is in a transitionary period. And in fact, probably everybody as human beings, every business is in a transitionary period. And we're working out, and, and as individuals, we're in, because of the way the world has changed it so incredibly. And so, in a sense, the task is to let go of what's of the past season uh, that, that is not for, for now. So there, I think there are things that we have to let go of and to lay on one side, you know, personally, perhaps in the business world, in our community. There are certain things we have to say, well, those things were great, but that was of that season. So we've got to let those things go. So first of all, I'll comment on that. Secondly, we then need to strengthen and work out how we're going to live with the things that we are taking from the previous season into this different period, but look different, are going to look different. So how do we maintain and keep our identity in a different kind of world, in a different kind of framework? And then thirdly, it's like, how do we lay hold of the future? And I think that's what, we've, that's what you get, isn't it, with every leadership change, with every, all the things that are happening in churches so and, and Israel kind of went through all of these kind of things and um, so if you were to look what is it you need to let go of in the past season and so what was required uh, for that well for Israel it was an exodus wasn't it you know they they were they were in slavery they were in Egypt and in order to move into what God had for them there's lots of things they had to let go of you know they had to let go of the comfort of the known even though it was slavery <laughs> you know and there was a stage in which they been liberated from slavery but they looked back and thought that's better than this <laughs> what we're now into because they were worried about the uncertainty and and so there's something in them that that need they needed to get to the place where they could let go of some of the stuff that was no longer useful that was not part of their future and and so and they needed a disturbance in order to move out of the situation that was not good for them. You know, not many of us change, you know, we're happy, everything's good. Oh, I think I'll change my whole life now. <laughs> Do you know? And it's like, why is it when people come to faith, you often hear, you know, I hit a crisis or I hit a this and a hit a that. You, know, you get people saying, oh, yeah, it's because faith's just a crutch. No, it's not really. It's because we, it, when things are going well, and when there's nothing happening, we don't think about the future. We don't think how actually God could, the, 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 where the place we're in now could be like a kind of an Egypt. And, and actually God wants us to let go of some of that stuff and step into a new thing. It, sometimes it takes a crisis to actually get us out of some stuff. And some of the changes that we're getting forced into as churches, I think is quite good. You know, you know that we're all scratching our heads, how do we meet now? Well, that's quite good because we're forced to think and perhaps let go of some things that are no longer fruitful. And I think to do that, you, you, you need leadership, don't you? Leadership's quite important, you know, particularly the Exodus. You know, Moses and Aaron and Miriam, that team, were quite important for the people of Israel to get them moving forward and to get them looking out. But the, the people had to go, didn't they? They had, they had to go. They had to leave stuff behind and take stuff with them. You know, they actually left with a lot of 
possessions, didn't they? They, they plundered Egypt as they went. And, and so we can be sure that when we move into a next season, we're not going to lack any of the things that we need. But we are going to have to leave certain stuff behind. And so let's, I want to encourage you as a community that uh, yeah, this is going to be a changing season. You know, you're bringing, you've got a, a tea bid, and you're going to have to think there's going to be different thinking. There's going to be new things that you're going to try. And that's all part of moving out, moving out of Egypt and into the promised land. Because in the promised land, there was all kinds of different crops and fruits and different provision. You know, when they moved from the wilderness into the promised land, you know, they had manna in the wilderness, didn't they? You know, literally in Hebrew, what is it? You know, and, 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 and then that stopped, and then they stepped into the promised land, and they had to sort of work things out for themselves and eat the stuff that was, was there. So my encouragement to you as a church is to be ready as a community, to be ready to let go of some things, even some traditions, uh, and to lay hold of the new stuff and to move forward into what God has got for you and not be afraid to do that. And I think if you, if you do that, you, you know, you will be laying hold of what God has got for you. Secondly, I think we need to strengthen our core identity and the vision that remains. I mean, if I said to you, you know, what, what is it? What is it that proximity is all about? What is it that, that's at the core of who we are? You know, because we sometimes get preoccupied with how we do things, don't we? You, you know, we, we always we always meet this way, or we always do this kind of thing, or we always we don't have this kind of facility. We we meet that, you know, but those are only the surface things, isn't it? What's at the heart when people come to proximity and see you? They don't go away thinking. Oh, isn't it a great structure they've got as a community? You know, they go away, oh, we had a great meal. Oh, that prayer meeting was wonderful. Well, wasn't the welcome so warm? Weren't those people so... Do you know what they go... So, and so what they do is they pick up the heart. They pick up the faith. They're inspired by what's going on in the schools and, and the, the vision. And, and they love the, the things that have happened with music and this and the way people have been developed and all of those kind of things. Uh, they see the way you pray for each other, you sport for each other, and the way you, dis, you, way you disciple and shape each other. So it's the values that they go away with. So you're not, you, 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 there may be some different things happening. You know, I mean, hopefully you'll have ten house churches instead of one or two. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? We've obviously got more people then. Mm, that's a bit more complicated. How do we structure that? But the, you know, but, so it will be different, but it will be the same values that will be right at the heart of it. And so when Israel came out into the promised land, God was really saying to them, let me help you create a nation. You know, because when you were in, when you were in Egypt, you know, you, you had no national structures. You had no religion. You had no faith. You had no laws. You had no ethics. You had no leaders, you had no frameworks to your society. So when they came out into the promised land, suddenly things were, you know, they came out with a lot of people. And it was almost like the Old Testament is like, well, let me help you build a nation here. And so you end up with commandments and statutes and, you know, all of this kind of stuff. And so as you come into this place, God's going to build you into a nation, if you like, uh, uh, 
a group of tribes, <laughs> something that's bigger, that, 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 that requires some different structures to hold it and to create it, or maybe a few more structures. And if you end up with a few more structures, obviously you need a few more people to help lead those things. And that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing, isn't it? You know, a family with, a, with one child, you know, when we, we, when we have one child, Chloe, we could go everywhere <laughs> with her. And she was very flexible. But then you had a second one, you think, hmm, okay, we need a different structure now. Now, if we'd have had six, we would need a very different structure. And, and as you grow as a family and a, a, as a community, you're going to need structures, different structures. So let's embrace that with joy. And, uh, and, and you know, you might need a bit more organisation. You need someone with a bit of time to think a bit more. You know, you need a day a week. You need a bit more space and time to get this thing organised. You know, because if you're going to feed everybody, if you're going to feed double this number, or if you're going to, you know, m meet in different communities, or different things are going to open up, you're going to need some structures. You need a board, a different sort of board now. You need to shape up your financial management. You need to, because actually, you know, we've got to feed more people. We need to be organised. You know, Mo Moses had to have 50 people to help him because things were getting a bit difficult. You know, so, so that, that's the season that you're going through. So you, your strength, your core of values, or your identity is there, but this is a time of creating the new thing. And, and kind of you're working out, okay, this is what we're leaving behind, and this is what we're now building on. And then, you, the thirdly and the last thing pre-lunch, you have the embracing of the future. The different things. The new things, which are kind of fun. I know you've got a prayer week. I think we've got a prayer week going on at the moment. Five weeks. Five weeks. Well, there you go. You've got plenty of time to ask the Lord to speak to you about the future and what God's saying. And I'm sure there's plenty of ideas. And I know that in the past you've had all sorts of conversations about ways that you might presence yourself in your community and all of this kind of stuff. And, and, and so you now you get curious you know, sometimes we can be worried, oh, what are we going to leave behind? Oh, it's changed. Right. Well, get a bit curious and get a bit, a bit excited about what God might be doing and what God might be saying and that sense of faith. Because there's two ways of looking at things, isn't it? We mentioned Joshua this morning. You know, when it came to the promised land, you know, the spies went out, didn't they? We've all, you must have heard, any of you that have been in the church for a while would have heard talks on Joshua and Caleb and the spies, you know. But it's basically, they went in, you know, God was saying, right, I've taken you out of Egypt. You're now about to step into the next thing I've got to you. And so they thought, hmm, okay, we're going to have a look at this new land that we're going into. They sent some spies. Well, they all, all the spies came back and said, oh my word, there's the, the, the armies, there are monsters in there. We were like little grasshoppers in their eyes. They're going to beat the crap out of us. You know, we've we got no chance. You know, and, 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 and then, you know, so, so also the people, their faith is like hitting the floor. You know, it's going down. But then Joshua and Caleb said, oh, come on, you know, if God's with us, we can do it. We'll give them a proper smacking, you know, and all that sort of thing. And, and, and they were the two that, that, that were really caught the heart of God. And I think sometimes we can get caught in that, can't we, when the new challenge comes. And we can get a bit anxious and we can think, you know, because Israel, theologians would say, even when Israel was at its best under David, 
They were a tiny little nation compared with all the empires, the massive Egyptian empires, the Babylonian empires, the Mesopotamian empires. You know, they were huge. And they got this little Israel, you know, that's like God's people with all this bizarre stuff going on. And sometimes we can feel like that. We can feel, well, you know, how are we going to reach this region? We're tiny, you know. But Joshua and Caleb have got the idea, you know, well, look, if God's with us, and he's leading us into this future. We, you know, the, there's got to be some opposition and some difficulties here. But if we've got the right leadership, the right faith, and, and the right strategy, we stick together and walk around the city a few times, you know, whatever. Hey, down goes the wall. That's an unusual military strategy. You know, now, and God will give you the, the plans, the strategy, the dimension, all of that kind of stuff to get out there and lay hold of all of the things that the Lord has got for you. And I think in the midst of that, don't be afraid to experiment. You know, every growing community that I've known have, have tried a few things. And, you know, it's like anybody that's, you know, started businesses. You find, you find that some, sometimes it's sort of three or four before you find one that works. Or, you know, you try to solve any problem. Well, let's try it this way. Mm, that didn't work very well. Okay, we'll try it this way. And, and, and then by the time you're third or fourth time, it's worked well. So I want to encourage you as a community as you step on to the future you're hearing god's word you're moving in that direction well just try a few things you know some things will work really well some things won't but rather than saying oh that was good it wasn't very good was it you know and say well okay well that was fine now we're doing we're doing better next time and so you're reaching out into the community that's around you so beef beef be curious uh, you need to be excited about all that God has got for you. And I think you can go confident in that you have the foundations behind you. you you've got a you know, long history of relationships. You've got some quality people in leadership. You've got others, you know, cheering on, taking different roles. So I am, I'm really, uh, this is going to be fun for me as, as you know, because it's 24-7, each community has a coach or one or two coach or someone the coaches that are helping them helping their leaders uh, you know you can call it apostolic ministry if you like but that's kind of what we're doing if you're kind of thinking well what does it mean it means that we've got people that are trained and developed and got experience that are getting alongside leadership teams and communities and helping to coach them and if there's other people in the movement that could help they come in as well so that's our, our job and um, I'm going to really enjoy the next few years. I know it. <laughs> you know, one or two settings you might think, this might be tricky this next year or two. But I'm looking, at, looking ahead and I'm seeing, seeing you as a family and as a community and all that God has got for you. And I'm really excited. Uh, I, I think we're going to have a lot of fun and you're going to have even more fun as a family and as a community doing that. So please be encouraged. So let me pray. I'll give thanks for the food. Should I give thanks for the food as well? Should I do that? Then, then, then we've got a sort of seamless pathway towards um, noshing. That sounds good, doesn't it? Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for your grace and your calling. We thank you for, we thank you for church, for community. We thank you that it's your idea that, that we are your bride, we are your 
chosen vehicle, Lord. You have put your grace upon us and you've placed us in, in, amongst people groups and, and in communities to shine the light of, of, and the good news of Jesus. And I want to thank you for proximity. I want to thank you for this community. I thank you for all the things that have been great, but now they're leaving behind. Thank you for the things that make them uniquely proximity that are going to be recreated in this new season. Thank you for the identity that's so clear uh, that, that is amongst them. And then we thank you for the promised land that you have ahead for them and the things that you're calling them to. And I pray that in this next season uh, that you'll give them vision, you give them clarity, uh, and I pray for a strategy that is from heaven. Thank you, Lord, that when we, we, when we get the right strategy from you, things can come into place really well. And I pray for that strategy. And I thank you for this day today, uh, all of us together. And we thank you for the joy of worshipping and having fun, talking to one another, and for eating together. Lord, I thank you that you showed us the way. You loved eating with your disciples it was just such a right at the heart of who you were and so lord we pray that you'll bless this food right now and we'll have a great time in you eating and talking together in jesus name amen amen awesome thank you roger so rob and sally and her and the team are